Wellspring, matters of the heart in relationships. There is that one moment in life as a young person when the pangs of love grip you and your heart burns with love. At times you struggle with your relationship. You are vexed with what the future holds. What is the word of God to say concerning the matters of the heart in relationships? Join Reverend Nomatuturu on a weekly podcast as he shares practical lessons and a personal experience on love. Build a solid foundation for your love life according to the word of God, which is our light and lamp. Let's dive right in. Like a dove When I found you I found love A very warm welcome to our listeners. Welcome to part three of What Love Is on the series on running a relationship. Allow me to pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you today. We bless your name. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy upon our lives. We thank you that the wisdom that comes from above is peaceful. The wisdom is gentle. The wisdom is kind. We thank you, Spirit of the living God, today in Jesus' name. Amen. Last week, we agreed that when you read uh, 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4 to 13, we see that the concept of love is divided into two. That is, what love is and what love is not. And last week, we looked at what love is not. And we agreed that we are going to save the best this week. We expanded on what love is not and agreed that we save the sweetest dish to today on what love is. We have so many heartbreaks. We have so many divorces, basically because people don't understand the concept of love from the godly point of view, from God's perspective. May I remind us that love is not a worldly concept, but it's God's origination. God is the one who originated love. So we do well by looking at God's manual, which is his word, in order to understand what love is. Allow me to read 1 Corinthians 13, 4 to 8. It says, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It it is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrong. Somebody say in the love world, there is no bookkeeping. (laughs) Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects. It always trusts. It always hopes. It always perseveres. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. Number one thing that Paul says about love, he says that love is patient. Some versions say love is long-suffering or love suffers long. That is First Corinthians 13 verse 4. We see here that love is described with action words, not as a feeling, you know. To young people out there, may I say to you that love is not the zesa that you feel from the top of your head to the sole of your feet when you see someone whom you love, when you see someone whom you claim to love. It's not the electricity that you feel towards that person, you know. Showing us that true love is demonstrated by actions, not feelings. It says love is patient. 
Mm-hmm. We say that in a love relationship, one will encounter things that they are not happy with, but it will take patience to stay put. So clashing in a love relationship is inevitable. Why? Because you are two different people from two different backgrounds. You have, you have, you have uh, different values. You have different temperaments. One might be choleric, the other a sanguine, the other a melancholic. Uh, you know, you, you are two different people. So you cannot avoid clashing in a love relationship. But what will keep you in that relationship is patience. That Paul says love is patient. You can have two different preferences, you know, you, but you, you have to become patient with each other. You have to become patient with each other's weaknesses. You have to be patient with each other's shortfalls. Give time for each other. You know, the Merriam-Webster dictionary defines patience as the ability to remain calm when dealing with a difficult and annoying situation or when you're dealing with a difficult task, when you are dealing with an annoying person. So many young people will tell you that we are not compatible, we are incompatible. Uh, even people who divorce, they will tell you that our our, our reasons for divorce are it's beyond reconciliation. We are incompatible. It's the reason that people don't understand the concept of love from a biblical point of view. Love is patient. The ability to become when you're dealing with a difficult person, an annoying person, a difficult situation. You know, there are many things that can annoy one in a love relationship. Lack of clear communication, failure to keep time, you know, a misinterpretation of issues and a whole lot of it. So patience is persisting love under pressure. When you are under pressure with the person whom you love, the ability to persist, that is love and that is patience. So to be patient is to be persistent even in the face of a character trait that one doesn't like in the other person. You know, the nowadays believer, the nowadays person does not have the word patience in their vocabulary. If they are not happy, if they are not happy with anything in the love relationship, they just walk out. They walk away, you know, they suddenly quit. They, they don't have patience. They can't wait for this thing to work. So comparing with our parents, our parents, especially our mothers, they were long suffering in their marriages, you know, in, in, in even in their love. But young people nowadays, they just snap like that and just walk out of a relationship. So patient love means choosing one, choosing to love the other person, even when you don't feel like it. Remember, we said love is not about feelings, you know. We, it, it's it's it, This is the type of love that is in spite of, not because of, you know. In other words, patient love is tolerant, giving the other person an opportunity to change. This love is what we see God demonstrating in 2 Peter 3 verse 9. He says that the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. So if God had not been patient with us, where would we be? Why can't we show the godliness in us by being patient with each other in love relationships? So it's amazing that young men and young women can be angry with each other for two weeks and not communicate because they are impatient with each other. So patience is seen in a love relationship when you are not happy over a misunderstanding. Patience is seen on the girl's side when the guy says, I'm still serving up for bride price and you wait 
Patience is seen when both of you are able to respect each other's bodies and not deflower each other, waiting for the opportune time. That is patience, you know. I remember I told you my, my love story from 2001 to 2005. My friend then was patient with me, waiting for me to be mature and understand that he loved me. So then later he comes back from 2001, he comes back in 2005 because his love for me was patient, waited, he was tolerant, we are he had tolerance for me for you know so love is being tolerant with each other number two Paul says that love is kind. When you have been patient with another partner, then you learn to act kindly towards them. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines kindness as the quality or state of being gentle and considerate. That is love. Being gentle with each other in the love relationship, being considerate of each other's feelings and emotions. This is when we say that no matter as a young man or a young woman, if you have a choleric temperament, you know, if you are a goal-getter, a, a, a a goal achiever. You have to be spirit-filled so that you are able to treat the other person with kindness. Number three, Paul says that love bears all things or covers or protects all things. One of the things that will experience, that one will experience in love relationships is that at times your partner can be attacked spiritually, physically, emotionally, and you as the partner must protect, must cover. Or at times your partner can make an error. Be there to cover them up. Be there to cover error as a love partner. Spurgeon says that love stands in the presence of a fault and covers for the other person. That's why we said when you decide to be in a love relationship, independence should not be found in your vocabulary. You should be able to cover the other person's error. Number four, Paul says that love always trusts. Some version says love believes all things. So one of the major challenges of love and marital relationships is the issue of trust. There is so much misconceptions regarding each other's behavior, so much misgivings, more so with the technology of phones. Young men and young women always want to spy on each other through Facebook, through phones. There are messages coming in and out of their, their cell phone. It means there is some wrong there's something wrong with the foundation mistrust because of former boyfriends and girlfriends so this brings me to the fact that it's important for young people to be truthful with each other as they lay foundations for their love relationships. Lies should not form part of the foundation of a love relationship that builds mistrust. So lay a foundation of truth, not lies because lies breed mistrust number five paul says that love hopes all things to have hope is to see a bright possible future romans chapter 5 verse 8 says that while we were yet sinners christ died for us meaning that god had confidence in the future for our salvation because he loved us so even when love is hurt by today's actions in a relationship it does not say it will be like this forever it hopes for the better this is why there is forgiveness. Love when hurt today and is asked for forgiveness, it forgives and hopes for a brighter future. It is not 
pessimistic. It hopes in God. So if my boyfriend then had said, you know, had not held in hope in God, he would have given up on me. But I believe he hoped that Noma has just refused, but I have hope I will win. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So that's another level, yes. And so true love hopes for a better future. Emotionally, you can be hurt. You give that person another chance. You hope the person will change. So many relationships break because young men and young women don't have a hope for the future. They see a bleak future just because of a small incident in the relationship. So lack of hope breaks relationships. Number six, Paul says that love perseveres. It endures all things. Many people can bear all things and believe all things, but only for a season. The greatness of the agape love is that it keeps on bearing. It keeps on believing. It keeps on hoping. It does not give up. No matter the challenges and the storms in the relationship, the agape kind of love, which must form the base foundation of love relationships for young men and young women, holds on. It's unconditional. So like we said previously, when we read in 1 Corinthians 7, 28, it says that those who will marry in this life will face trouble. You know, even in love relationships, what is important is to be steadfast. The foundation of love relationships must be agape, the love that is without condition, the unconditional love that God showed to us. Number seven, as we conclude, Paul says that love never fails. This is an amazing allegory that Paul uses here as he rounds up the concept of love according to God's perspective, according to God's uh, uh, eye, like God's love endures forever. He says love never fails. He says that love never fails. So when you read in First Chronicles 16.34, it says, All give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Exodus 34.6-7 says that the Lord passed before him and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, but who will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and the children's children to the third and to the fourth generation. Nehemiah 9.17 says, they refused to obey and were not mindful of the wonders that you performed among them, but they stiffened their neck and appointed a leader to return to their slavery in Egypt. But you are a God ready to forgive, gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and did not forsake them. Isaiah 54.10 says that for the mountains may depart and the hills be removed, but my steadfast love shall not depart from you and my covenant of peace shall not be removed says the lord who has compassion on you when you read in psalm 136 verse 1 to 10 26 it will show you and i that god's love never fails and he is our role model for agape kind of love our epitome for agape kind of love may the love of god that has been shared broadly in our hearts by the holy spirit help us as young men and 
and young women to build strong foundations for our love relationships. I remember talking to a young lady during the week. She said to me, mom, you know what? My perspective on what love is has changed. My perspective, and she was just, uh, you know, jokingly with me saying that I can't wait for my next relationship. And I said, God will help you. The Bible tells us that my people perish because of lack of knowledge. It could be that your relationship is suffering. Your love relationship is suffering because there is some knowledge that a pocket of knowledge, as Bishop Jack says, a pocket of knowledge that you have not yet uh, received in your life. So be blessed today as you have uh, eaten this small, this uh, uh, small quantity of knowledge concerning what love is from God's perspective. May you build a strong love relationship, young men. May you build a strong love relationship, young lady, which will eventually lead to a strong marital relationship. I want to thank you for listening to this teaching for today. But before I close, I want to give someone an opportunity to receive, to reciprocate the love that God showed to us that's spoken of in Romans 5, 8, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. I want someone to receive and reciprocate that love by receiving the Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. If you are there listening to my voice today, say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I thank you for my life. I come before you realizing that I'm a sinner. Forgive me and wash me with your precious blood. Take my life and do with it as you will. Amen. This is the most important decision that you can ever make in your life. I want you to take time to uh, uh, fellowship with the saints in a Bible-believing church if you don't belong to a church and seek to grow in the knowledge of God and seek to, to grow in the things of God. And I believe that God will bless you. Allow me to pray. Father, we thank you today. We bless your name. We thank you that the entrance of your word brings light and understanding. We thank you, Lord, that as you, you help us lay foundations for our life love relationships as young people. Lord, they are helped and they bring strong love relationships. In Jesus' name, we thank you. We bless you. Amen. God bless you, young people. Let's meet again on Monday next week as we look at um, running a relationship, laying the foundation for your love relationship is very important. God bless you. Mm -hmm.